Welcome, Fivers, to another episode of High Five, the podcast, the movie podcast for people who like other stuff, too. On this week's episode, your hosts Q and Jay dive into some of their favorite movies and hopefully talk about some of your favorites, too. Feel free to yell at your speakers when we ignore your favorites, or you could just tweet at us with your choices, like an adult. Now, let's join Q and Jay in the writer's room as they dive in. Fair warning, this podcast may contain spoilers for movies that came out 20 years ago, but at this point, that's really your fault. And now, on with the show. You're annoyed when I talk during the film. It's just another classic that you haven't seen still. Just another ill in the head in the plot. And Norman Bates, is that all you got? Might have guessed from the name of the thing. Don't complain that you've never heard the ending of the crying game. Well, it's a penis, and at this point, a shaggy dog, which is nothing to see here. Move along. The apes ruled the earth. Vader's top of the loop. Brad Pitt and Ed Norton are obviously two people. But they gotta share one character. Bruce ain't alive, kid, no matter how he stares you. Snake kills Dumbledore, but with a noble motive. Everybody's guilty on the Oriental. Locomotive fights villainy ends world squabbling and death guard is a replicant probably Hey Jay Hey Q Hey this week we're talking all about movie trailers that spoiled the movies and I'm you know so our list we've got we've got uh, uh, Terminator wait, Genesis wait, 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 is on our list and we've got wait 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 yeah that's that's too much too soon man all, we we got to talk what? about that in the episode so we don't reveal too much during the teaser. Uh, so why don't you, yeah. So I got an idea. How about you just shut up and give me a high five? All right. Should we high five? High five! High five! High five! High five! High five, son! Woo! High five! Don't let me hang it. In a world <laughs> where movies are so long, the trailers have to give the whole plot away. In a world where movies have stopped existing and we're just inundated with trailers. In a world where two podcasters running for city aldermen also have a podcast about movie trailers. In a world where this gag goes on too long. In a world... No, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Jake? <laughs> oh man, not much, Q. It's been <clears throat> it's been like a whole week since I've talked to you. <laughs> I was gonna say it's been precisely one it's week since the last time we did this. To the minute almost, because we have a calendar reminder set up to have us come back and do this. For sure. And each time it's a surprise, although it shouldn't be. I was like, oh hey, I'm supposed <laughs> to record a podcast today. You know what also is a surprise because we haven't said it thus far is the name of our show and who we are. High five the podcast. And I'm Jay. And I'm Q. All right, now that those pleasantries are out of the way, we can actually get to what people care about and talk about movies. Trailers! <laughs> yeah, trailers! <laughs> That's what people care about, because let's be honest, we're recording this on the high holy day of trailers, Super we Bowl are. Sunday. We are. Oh my god, we are. I, I didn't even put that together until... Of course! <laughs> I mean, again, you all know me in sportball, you know how well I keep up with them scores and touchbacks. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure you're the best at frisbee golf. Uh, oh man, actually, I'm pretty damn good at frisbee golf. <laughs> I know, golf. that's why. I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty damn good at frisbee golf. Frisbee golf, that's my jammy jam. If that, if if I could go pro. Frisbee golf, when you're too young for golf and too old for frisbee. <laughs> that's 
<laughs> that's uh, that's the <laughs> that's the tagline of frisbee golf. In case you weren't familiar, that, with that. actually is maybe the best. I want a T-shirt that <laughs> this, says that. Please, frisbee, like frisbee golf on the front with like a nice logo, and on the back it says, "When you're too young for golf and too old for frisbee." Yes. Okay. I love that. Or either that or frisbee golf. No, no, we're re- a real thing. <laughs> Please, can that be both? Like on the front, it just says frisbee golf, and then in real small, like caption under it says, "Like no, no, we're a real thing." And on the back, <laughs> on the it back says, says, "When you're too old for, or when you're too young for golf and too old for frisbee." You know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna make that a shirt. Please make that a shirt. You know, you know what I I'm gonna do. It. I'm gonna. I've been thinking about this cue, and, and this is not part of the podcast, but a real life thing. I've <laughs> but, been thinking about. Well, you don't know this, but it is part of the podcast. We're recording right well, I've, now. I've been thinking, what if we start doing like caption or trivia contests on our Instagram, and then giving away some of our shirts to people? I, I would love to do that. Let's okay. do it. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna lock that in. So people, pay attention to our Instagram. Um, it's high five the podcast. You can find us. It's real easy. Um, but every week I'm going to start doing either a caption contest or a trivia contest. And uh, and then we'll start mailing you shirts if you win. We'll give you away some goodies. Oh, people are going to get some fucking swag. So yeah. speak, speaking of swag, trailers are like the swag of movies. Right. Uh, you know what? What a fucking awesome transition, man. <laughs> Welcome back to the show. Holy shit. You know what I'm saying? Season four, doing it right. <laughs> we are course correcting. <laughs> uh, you know, we spent three years just pissing people off and boring our families. Not but this we, year. Not this year. No way. We're fucking <laughs> reaching for the stars. And if we miss, at least we drown in space. <laughs> at least we just Sandra Bullock ourselves just yes. floating around forever. Imagining what George Clooney would say to us. Uh, so I do have a question, and yeah. I assume, considering your knowledge, your in-depth knowledge of sport ball like mine, cool. you primarily watch the Super Bowl for the trailers and commercials. Am I right? Yes. Okay. So yes, one hundred percent. You know, I have been working. I, you know, you know that my day job is like a marketer, an online for marketer. Sure. So marketing, advertising is kind of my world. So I've always paid attention to the Super Bowl for primarily the commercials. Um, you know, I, I like it if there's a team that I like in the Super Bowl. I like to root for them or I like to root against teams that um, are fun to root against. <laughs> like um, all of them, you're just like both sides. You're yeah. just like, boo, I hope you lose. <laughs> yeah. I'm the guy at the Super Bowl that's like booing both sides of the action. Right. It's like you both ball. suck. Like, <laughs> People are like, I thought you just booed the other team. It's like, oh, I did. It's Bring on the puppy bowl. Boo. <laughs> I want to see a schnauzer. <laughs> I want to see dogs and cats fighting each other. <laughs> yes, but I mean, I, I can see that. Anyway. I wish Thanos would snap this out of existence. Snap. And just everybody's gone. <laughs> snap by Spider-Man. It's just you sitting alone <laughs> in the stadium. Just like, that well, one. I didn't think that would work. But, <laughs> but Jesus. Man. Jesus Christ, I, I don't need to sing along with Motown anymore. I snap a lot when I sing to Motown. Just like, and then you do it again and everybody just comes back. No, it's not It's not back. It always takes the next half. Gotcha. So it's like half gone, half gone, half gone. It's like, uh-oh, shit. Whoops. Next thing you know, you're just a head. Yeah, your body, bell, your body is just this bell curve is going to get bad. Um, but this oh, year... Man. 
there are some pretty big name trailers that are supposed to be hitting. Okay, yeah, please, would you remind me, because I knew, I've read about a couple, but I'm blanking on all of them right now. Okay, so we've got, first off, the big rumor, and the one I am most hoping for is in-game? a new uh, in-game trailer. Oh, I want in-game so bad. Okay, before we move on, have you seen the internet uh, call and petition going around that they want? Yes, a- to have Luis. Yes. yes. I want, I want that. that. I am on that petition. Like I just am like an entire so replay of the MCU up to this point. Yes, I one hundred percent. Louise, I think I think Marvel would be remiss to not do that. It's it's a good idea. It's so perfectly in line. It would establish that may or maybe that character did or didn't get you know incinerated. It's just such a good idea. They need to sure. do it. And honestly, nowadays, and we'll talk about this, but in the culture where we have where we live with trailers of trailers, a recap from Louise is perfectly on brand. Totally. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. I so, hope there's an end game trailer because the first one was pretty cool. I yes. like the first one. Um, but I want I want I want more. I want more meat. Yeah, I need more meat. Although I will say I'm But you super can't pumped. have you can't have pudding before you eat your meat. No, you can't have pudding you know before you eat your meat. Um I uh I I was not happy that they shaved um Steve Rogers. Yeah, I did like bearded nomad Steve Rogers. Man, nomad Rogers with the black suit. Yes. Oh, that's what I want. I want that till the end. One hundred. I want it till the end. It's like guys. Dexter. At the end of Dexter, he grew a beard and became a lumberjack. Like I want that for Steve Rogers. Got it. Well, let's be honest. Uh, Michael C. Hall had a fake beard put on him That's and became true. a lumberjack. But let's be honest. Captain America and Dexter have killed about as many people. For sure. The same number of people. Definitely. They're the same. It's yeah, the same character. They are the same. Honestly, I don't know if people know this. Dexter is Steve Rogers. Yeah, one hundred percent. That's where he's hiding. The show. Yeah. yeah, that's where he's hiding out. Um. So what's fun is we're going to speculate on what trailers will be seen, but once this episode airs, people will know exactly what trailers yes. came out. So, so here's... if you're listening to this, know that we have no idea what's about to happen. No. But what I'm hoping doesn't happen is another Cloverfield secret drop. Oh, no, no. I have heard there oh, is God. rumblings. There oh, is God. rumblings. Not Cloverfield. Okay. But Whew. that Netflix has acquired another film. And is looking to surprise release it again after the Super Bowl and make that a Super Bowl tradition. So basically they would surprise release a semi like large tentpole style film every Super Bowl. Because how how smart marketing I mean, you're the marketing guy. How smart is that? Oh. Like to get people trained to well, after the Super Bowl, we watch the new movie on yeah. Netflix. Fuck the puppy bowl, we're going to Netflix. Right. Like honestly, I in theory and in practice, I love the idea. Because honestly, I loved it last year when they dropped the trailer for the Cloverfield Paradox, which at the time, I'm heavily prefacing this, <laughs> at the time I was excited about. Sure. And then they re- released that it was dropping immediately after the Super Bowl. I mean, I immediately – I don't even think we watched the end of the game. I was like, I'm just going to go watch this. You and Netflix. I – I remember you and I messaged each other as soon as we saw that. And we're like, holy shit, did you see that they're surprise yeah. releasing Cloverfield tonight? We're watching it tonight. 
And I was up till one and thirty in the morning, and I was mad as hell. Yeah, I was about to say I was up till one thirty, regretting my decision. You robbed me of sleep for this, and you don't even give Elizabeth Debicki a good role, aside from her being in like melded into a ship. Like, what are we doing here? No thanks. No thank you. But okay, back to your thing. If they had started with like a good release, maybe like maybe not even something that's gonna world change the world, but like Velvet Buzzsaw. You know, sure. Something that's got some meat behind it. That's not just a total disaster. If they did that every year with the Super Bowl, I would be so on board. Well, so every- on board. So that's the rumor mill. The rumor mill is there. They've got something coming and there's been some speculation even to what it might be. Um, one, one heavy speculation is that new Ben Affleck movie with, um, uh, shit. I can't remember his name now. Poe Dameron from Star Wars. Oh, uh, Oscar Isaac? Yeah, Oscar Isaac. I didn't even Isaac, know they have a movie going. Ben Affleck. Yeah, they do. What is it? Um, I'm going to look it up. Um, but they are not the only ones in in the running. Supposedly, Netflix never won to not give a big middle finger, or Hulu never won to not give a big middle finger to Netflix, is also planning to do something similar. That's... Hulu has been playing such a mean game with Netflix lately, like with the Fire Festival documentary that Netflix had like been publicizing, and then Hulu released theirs a week early. Um, let's see here. Okay, it is called Triple Frontier. <laughs> Never heard of it. And it stars uh, Pedro Pascal, Oscar Isaac, Ben Affleck, and Charlie Hunnam, with the director of A Most Violent Year. I mean, I'm okay with about half of that. And it is a heist movie. I'm okay with that. Yeah. So it, does the heist take place during a hurricane? That's all uh, I want to ask. It does not. All right. Well, then I'm a little bit more invested. It's a monsoon. Oh, oh damn it. <laughs> monsoon money grab. Is that yeah, what it's called? That's what it is what it's the called. The sequel to Hurricane Heist? Yes, exactly. Um, so that'll be interesting to see. But trailer-wise, we definitely know we're getting some trailers. And is, some, are, is there going to be a new John Wick three trailer? That maybe feels, that feels like prime for the. Let drop. me let me give you a rundown of the confirmed trailers we'll okay. be getting, and then some of the speculated trailers. I also want to guess another one: Hobbs okay. and Shaw. Yes, that one's confirmed. I knew it. That confirmed. just feels like a Super Bowl. It's like it's Dwayne the Rock Johnson. It's Jason Statham. It doesn't have Vin Diesel in it. Um, that feels prime to drop for the for sure. Now. People are saying this is going to be a big year for Disney. Disney is estimated to be a big heavy hitter for Super Bowl trailers. Lion King or Aladdin? Aladdin is rumored. Oh. Aladdin oh. is rumored. Um, there will be a, uh, supposedly, this is outside of Disney, a Stranger Things 3 Super Bowl oh, trailer dropping. interesting. Netflix doing it again. What if Netflix surprise drops uh, Stranger Things 3 today? Holy shit, the world would lose its collective mind. I mean, that'd be pretty cool. That'd be smart move. I mean, they were supposed to release it in October because they've always been releasing in October. It would suck if they're pushed. I mean, I know they've said they're releasing it in August or whatever of this year, but man, that'd be a cool surprise. You never know. Netflix can kind of do whatever the fuck they want to do. Hey, Netflix, we got a good idea. You know, if they were smart, what they would have done? Surprise released Bandersnatch. Ooh, yeah. Although I, I like that they followed the 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 um the the strategy of releasing like Black Mirror stuff on New Year's. 
No, I agree, but I think that would have been a cool way because it's a one-off. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that would have been a cool. Nobody would have seen that coming. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, confirmed there will be a Handmaid's Tale season three trailer. Okay, cool, cool. Looking forward to that. Um, rumored an Alita Battle Angel trailer. Isn't that movie now, already out? No, comes out next Friday or the Friday after. Oh. So here's the deal, or I guess the Friday this episode drops or the Friday mm. after. But here's here's the deal. I'm going to be honest with you. The first trailer I saw for this, not interested. Not at all. S- second trailer I saw for this, slightly more interested. Slightly. Now, the reviews that I've read have said this is a good movie. Really? <laughs> yes. Like, people are saying that Robert Rodriguez has made a James Cameron movie. Oh. And so, I mean, like, the buzz around it is that it's actually pretty damn good like everybody's kind of surprised well to sort of tie into our theme for today um without getting off topic uh i i followed that trajectory as well like when that first trailer came out i walked away thinking what is this like this is not I wish you would have done that in jack skellington style what is this this (laughs) um but then the second trailer came out and like the dude's fingers elongated with Wait, the I'm knives. not done. What's this? What's this? There's CG everywhere. What's this? What's this? Alita Battle Angel. What's this? What's this? Robert Rodriguez. <laughs> yep. All right. Thank you everybody. Thank you for joining the High Five sing along. Um no, I'm with you though. Like it's, it's, but the second one, it, to your point, the second trailer, I was like, "Oh, I see what this is. This is a video game. I'm yes. cool with it. Got it. On board. Fine. Yeah. It's Speed Racer Two. Got it. Ah, yeah. See, I'm. A, uh, well, hopefully, it's better better than Speed Racer. <laughs> um, we've we've got confirmed a Toy Story Four official full length trailer Ooh, this go round. That's exciting. Totally. Uh, rumored a new Pet Cemetery trailer. That would be cool. The, fir- the last one was pretty cool. Uh, Totally agreed. Uh, Confirmed we've got a new- I have to say, that Pet Cemetery is like way high on my anticipated list this you year. You know what? I would say that it is it is secondary on my list oh, of yeah? Stephen King adaptations coming. Well, we've got year. It Chapter 2. Or, I don't know, now, did you hear? Did you hear that Dr. Sleep is dropping this year? No. They moved up the release from January of 2020 to- November 2019. Wait, isn't McAvoy in that one too? No. Oh, okay. That's Ewan McGregor. It's Ewan McGregor. Okay. But um, Mike Flanagan's Doctor Sleep is dropping this year. Man, and then also we've got the Stand miniseries that they just announced yep. coming out, and then to we've got CBS the, All Access. Yep. Ugh, but still. Um, and then. Uh, <laughs> hey, I don't know. I have I have faith in them. They're also putting out the new Twilight Zone series. Oh, so that's right. Their lineup is looking pretty good to me. You know, and Mr. Mercedes being on that weird AT and T network was actually pretty damn good. Yeah, the um, audience network or whatever yeah, that is. That was pretty good. So as long as you know they do it well, I'm I'm okay with it. There's but th- also HBO's got that Outsider. They've been exactly that up like a storm. There's a lot of King dropping this year because Mr. Mercedes season three drops this year. Two season two. Or no, three. What? There, this is there, three. There's already been a season two? Yes. I missed it? Yes. It's over. Go find it. Oh, shit. I promise you. Oh, shit. Uh, I really liked the first season. Let me just double check. Oh, yeah. Came out last year. Oh, man. I didn't even hear about that. Season two ran from 
uh, August of 2018 through October of 2018. Well, good lord, I need to find this and watch it. So they've got season three is dropping this year. Oh yeah. Then you've got uh, Castle Rock season two is supposed to drop this year. Which we'll see. I. Then you've got yeah. it chapter two. Yeah. Pet Cemetery. Yeah. Now Doctor Sleep. Yeah. Which makes sense because I don't know if you know this, but when the movie comes out, this is the fortieth anniversary. This year is the fortieth anniversary of The Shining, of Kubrick's Shining. Oh yeah, I did know that. So they they're kind of positioning it to be exactly forty years later. Kind I of thing. I dig it. Um, but all right, so back to trailers. We've got Hannah. Have you heard about that? The TV series that or the series that. Prime video is made out of that Hannah movie. I I have heard I know of the Hannah movie. I've seen that, and then I see every time I log on to Google, uh, Amazon Prime, I see the banner for it. I haven't really dived in a lot to see. I think what it is. I think it's pretty much like like young girl assassin. Yeah, I mean the the movie Hannah was awesome. I don't know uh, much about the show. Let's see. Uh, there's rumored to be a new Dumbo trailer. Okay. Okay. I mean, I thought the last one oh. was enough for me, but Oh my god, what I'm reading right now says confirmed Avengers Endgame. Yes. Yes. But the, okay, here's going to be the big question. Is it just a recut with one extra scene from the first one they dropped? Very or possible. Is, or is it a whole new one? Very possible. I uh, hope it's a whole new one. Rumored Captain Marvel. Cool. Cool. Can I be honest with you? Yes, please. I that's what this whole thing is about. Uh, I am not overly excited for Captain Marvel based on the trailers. Based they the look tra- fine. Yeah. Yeah. But n- nothing I've seen in the trailer makes me go, oh, that looks badass. Or like, I can't wait to see that. It's just kind of like, oh, yeah, that looks fun. That looks like it will be fine. It has the same effect on me. God, I hate saying this because I don't want people to be like, what? Those are decent movies. It f- it feels like Ant-Man to me. Yeah. That I was just about to say the same thing. Is it? It feels like it's not a marquee Marvel. It's nope. a second tier Marvel, which is still better than most movies. Well, let's totally. put that out there for sure. But it's still not. Um, you know, like I don't know. And what's crazy is like all the pieces are there once again. Oh man, I love Brie Larson. I love. Um, I love uh, Samuel Jackson. Love Jude Law. Like, I like the Captain Marvel storyline. Like, I like the Carol Danvers character. She's, like, like one so- of the most powerful yeah. beings in the Marvel Universe. And this is going to be a movie that, by its very nature and placement within the MCU, has to be a linchpin between a lot of different storylines. For sure. So I'm excited about all of that. But to your point, I watched the first trailer, and this speaks a lot to what trailers can do, is I watched the first trailer going in super excited. And came out going, oh, man, okay, I'll see it. Exactly. And then exactly. I watched the second trailer, and I was like, okay, this is a little bit better, but it doesn't give me my excitement back. I had the legitimately the exact same response. I was like, like this second trailer is better, but I'm still not like... It didn't get me back where I started. I'm not like pre-buying opening day tickets. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm already looking f- like looking into how I can buy pre-tickets to Endgame or pre-tickets to exactly. it, it Chapter 2. And I'm just kind of know when Marvel is coming out. Exactly. So when, we've got, April, is it coming out? It's actually it's coming out like March 3rd. Okay, so there It's coming out like real soon. I kind of knew when it was coming out. 
Again, um, there, there you go. Here's one that I am crazy excited for, and now it has been confirmed as of Friday night. We are getting the first trailer for scary stories to tell in the Fuck dark. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Did you see the poster? Please tell Holy me you saw the poster. Holy shit, is that poster not amazing with, with Harold. Harold and Harold on it with Harold the Scarecrow yes. on it? And it, it was looks so good. Disturbing. Yeah, like with the hole through him in yep. the middle. But even his face is like on point with the weird wispy hair. I'm actually looking at a picture of it right now as I'm the talking. The weird to wispy you. hair and like the smile. Exactly. It's just I don't know. The whole thing feels I don't know. The whole thing feels like it's being done correctly, and I yeah. have such hopes that this is not going to be a goosebump situation. I know. That this is going to be a genuinely scary kids' film. Well, yes. That's what I'm really hoping. And you know why I hope that for multiple reasons? The main reason is because I want scary stories to tell in the dark to be a good movie. I love those books. I love – there's so much there that – deserves to be well respected but the other thing that i'm really excited about for it is because there's an are you afraid of the dark movie coming out and oh yeah i know and if if this movie is done well then it will give are you afraid of the dark leeway to do itself well to be scary yes as well yes yes and so that is why i'm excited because if it's not like, the guy who is writing this, uh, the guy is sp- uh, specifically the guy who's writing Are You Afraid of the Dark? It's a guy named Gary Dauberman. Are yeah, you he did him? It. Exactly. Yep. He's uh-huh. also done a few, like, he did The Nun, which is, and he did, uh, but he also did Annabelle Creation, which is fine. Sure. So he's he's good at doing the scary stuff. I want him to, to be av- available to do the scary stuff for Are You Afraid of the Dark? Sure. I, I 100, 100% agree. Um, now, I will say, uh, apparently, according to word, Sony and Warner Brothers are sitting out Super Bowl. So we're not, that means we should not be seeing any trailers for Shazam, Spider-Man, Men in Black International, Zombieland 2, It, or Detective Pikachu. I'm okay with all of that, it's the only one on that list that's kind of a bummer. I would, I would really like to see some like pre-early test footage of like I mean, all the adults I, together. I don't even know that it would be that early to be honest. They've already wrapped filming. That's true. So, I mean, the movie's coming out in September. Yeah, so it's one of those things where it's like, why can't we have a trailer now? No. You know what well, I mean? We're we're gonna get a trailer for the trailer eventually. Um, when does Pet Cemetery come out? That one's more. Summer, I think. Is it June, July, um, or am I way off on that? I, I don't know. I don't know. That. I'm looking. Um, but I, I don't know. It's it's. There's certain movies that I'm surprised we haven't gotten a trailer from yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm surprised, honestly, that we haven't gotten a Star Wars trailer yet. Is that December? Yeah. No. So normally, Star Wars. I mean, we're getting Episode Nine trailers. I mean, we got an episode seven trailer like a year and a half before episode seven dropped. Same with all the other ones. So I don't know. I feel like there's also been like I haven't heard anything through the grapevine about the new Star Wars. We haven't. And honestly, the way I'm kind of hoping they do they do the third trailer the way they did the first two where they are almost mirror images of each other. Um, I kind of hope they follow that pattern. Uh 
But yeah, I'm actually surprised now that you mentioned that because we're less than a year away from episode nine, the end of the canon. It, yeah. It feels like we should be talking about it already. I totally 100% agree. I feel like it's, it's I don't know, it's kind of weird. What if J.J. Abrams surprise dropped Cloverfield last year? What if Hulu surprise dropped Star Wars episode nine? That one, how weird. How That would blow my world. If that, they're like, we have episode nine and we're dropping it tomorrow. Well, because like, Disney. Wait, wait, what? Disney owns Hulu now. So that would be how that would blow up. You're right. That would blow up the world. Like the world. everybody's minds would explode simultaneously. Even if they were even if it was something not even like, oh, we're dropping it on Hulu. But all theaters have the real and are just starting showing screenings tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. There would be a run on yeah. theaters. Like, I think it would destroy the world. From a marketing perspective, you tell me, like, does that make sense? No. <laughs> would that? No. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. What makes more sense is to start teasing it now and then opening up pre-sale tickets for December. Got because it. then they can have like 11 months of earning money. No, dropping it surprised right now would make no sense except to cause mass hysteria. So, which would so, just be an interesting use of power for Disney. <laughs> right. So I do have a question though. Um, let's talk about let's talk about trailers since we're talking about. I mean, we're, we've been talking about trailers, yeah. but let's talk about it from a marketing standpoint. Um, trailers. What would you say the purpose of a trailer should be? for a movie (sighs) okay so i've had this conversation a lot with people so it really boils down to in my mind a very simple premise get me excited enough to spend money to see your movie okay that's really all that a trailer should do is it should get you excited enough to be willing to spend your hard-earned money on their commodity so can can I say that you are of the school of thought that a trailer can almost and and a very famous trailer that did this that was one of the most viewed trailers ever for a while was Star Wars Episode Seven to bring it back to that mm-hmm. it almost showed nothing yep. about the plot at all like yeah. genuinely you saw some shots of some characters you saw some shots of some locations you had no idea how they tied together or who these people were. But it generated a lot of excitement. Now, my question is, can you – that was a huge, well-known property like Star Wars. Can you do that with an unknown story and still get excitement? I think that's where trailer companies and movie studios struggle. I think that trailer and movie companies struggle with that question because they don't want to accept that the answer is yes. Right. But, and I can show you why the answer is yes because you can go back and watch the first Super 8 trailer. Right. And it – all the trailers for Super 8. I think, honestly, J.J. Abrams does this better than anybody. I think J.J. Abrams is on the right track with his whole mystery box approach. Sure. It's a little annoying the way that he goes about it every now and then. And the simple fact that I may want to see more does not negate the fact that he's doing the right thing. Sure. My slight uncomfortableness or my my desire to want to know more about the plot is not J.J. Abrams' responsibility. I should have that cognitive dissonance inside me. I should be so excited by the images that I did see, like pressing in my mind against the fact that I know nothing about what's about to happen. 
that those should be the forces at play to force me emotionally to go see that movie. That's mm. what should happen. I to- I agree. But that's not it. that's not what happens except for J.J. Abrams properties. And like I said, I can as a consumer sit at home and watch the Star Wars episode Trevin- 7 trailer and be like, "Oh man, I want to know how all this fits together." Yeah. That should be the feeling that they want me to have cuz then I'm going to spend $18 to go figure it out. Can I make a request of trailers? And this is what I suggest. This is one of the one of my pet peeves when watching a trailer. Do not show me all of your and I call them glory shots. Yeah. In the trailer. Yes. I don't want to see a trailer full of your money shots. Yes. One of the trailers that I have seen recently that did that is the new Godzilla trailer. Oh, Every yes. single shot in that trailer, with the exception of the intro, is this huge sweeping shot of the giant creatures. It feels like it's not holding anything back as far as visually speaking. Mm. And therefore, I am so... Un- I don't know anything about the story, but I don't need to. I feel like I've seen the spectacle, you know and I don't care. The thing yeah. is, you do know something about the story. Godzilla rogues gallery of giant monsters set piece set piece set piece conclusion and they've shown me those set pieces yeah like let me wonder Ooh, what's it gonna look like when they fight you know what Mm -hmm. i mean don't show it to me and then i'm like well i've seen it on the small screen and it's fine i don't really care if i see it on the big screen it had the opposite effect right no i mean i agree i think um one, I'll even go back a little ways because there's another movie that does this, and this has bothered me since I was a kid. If Believe it or not, I, I think you will believe it, but believe it or not, the Free Willy trailer has bothered me since I was a kid. Really? Yes, because it shows the scene of Free Willy jumping over the kid with his hand up. That's your whole fucking climax of the movie. But in context, you don't know what that's about. It's him obviously escaping and being free. I mean, I guess that's true-ish. Like, that's the central crux of that movie. Like, that shot is the shot that makes that movie what it is. And they showed us that in the trailer. That bothers me. It's I, always bothered me. That's fair. That's I find that hilarious that you were, like, cognizant enough of mind at that age when that movie came out to well, go, you know what, this uh, – this ruined this movie for me as well, a child. It, here's, here's what I'll say is it didn't ruin it before I saw the movie. But after I saw the movie and realized there wasn't anything more epic or grand than what I already knew coming in to watching it, then I was mad. Then I was like, oh, there's not anything else. So Elijah in your Wood mind, is just persnickety for longer. Can you tell me what one of your fa- – like just name one of your favorite trailers <coughs> is? Um – Honestly, I love the Star Wars trailers. I think I they think do it right. Episode 8 and Episode 7 have done it right. I really, really, really liked those. Um, another one that I remember liking was the Inception trailer. Yes. Because I, I think Christopher one. Nolan does a good job at this too. Like the Inception trailer, one, that's kind of a confusing storyline anyway. So the them – kind of basing it on your mind is the scene of the crime or some something like that that they had for that movie when it first came out. That was vague enough to get me interested. And then the movie just showed me cool action things that were going to happen, but it, none of it made sense. And I was very intrigued to see what was going to happen. Um, 
I felt the same way with uh, Mad Max uh, Fury Road. Yes, I 100% agree. Can I give you one of mine that I that I really liked? And this is a more recent one. I really, really, really enjoyed the trailer for Bad Times at the El Royale. Oh yeah, that one was good. That was a that was a trailer that I saw early in 2018, and I had no idea what the movie was. Right. But the for me, something that can make or break a trailer is music choice. Mm-hmm. I feel like you're because music. You know, you and I are very musically inclined people. We like to listen to things to evoke certain moods. Right. Um, the music choice in that trailer is probably one of the most inspired and actually directly ties to like a character singing a song in yeah. in that movie. But it creates this sense of like not knowing what's going on. And by the end of the trailer, I genuinely didn't know what's going on. But I was so on board with seeing it that yeah. I, I don't know. So that's that's probably one of my favorites. No, I, I would agree with that. I think that one music choice in a trailer can make make or break a trailer. I'll pull in one that. OK, so Bad Times at El Royale. Good trailer. Good movie. I'll flip the script a little bit. OK. Suicide Squad. Oh, God. But like, think about it. Music choice. Great trailer. With Great. that had didn't it have Bohemian Rhapsody? Uh, yeah, the do 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 like with the, yeah. the bullets on it. Dun 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 dun. Um, no, I, or was it? We are the champions. We are the. I no, I think it was Bohemian. Okay, it was dun, dun 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 dun. That's right, Mama Mia, Mama Mia. Yeah, that's yeah. it. But that was great trailer, not great movie. Uh, no, the trailer was. I would have rather watched <laughs> the trailer for thirty minutes. Yeah, or forty-five minutes, or an hour and a half. Right. Than I would have watched that movie sucked. Yes, it did, and that was sad and uh, upsetting. And but that's the thing is like a trailer. I thought that was almost a perfect trailer because one, it didn't tell me much about the movie or the story. Now, unfortunately, the reason it didn't is because there wasn't a movie or a story. Story there. there. Right. Um, but it introduced the characters, which you know was was interesting in the concept of Suicide Squad. Like that's a property that you need to show the characters in the trailer. Like sort of like um the one that just came out, Birds of Prey. Yes. With Harley Quinn and those. That trailer needs to introduce those characters, but not the story. Right. Like, that's its purpose. Um, you know, another one. This is okay. Hold on. We Before we get off of Suicide Squad, I do have one thing to say about that. Please, because please do. I don't I don't want to gloss over that because that is actually an even more intriguing situation. With Suicide Squad, the reception to the trailer was so great, and the test screenings of Suicide Squad were not, that yes. they actually went back and recut the film to more match the trailer. Which could have been a mistake, to be honest. Totally. And maybe, honestly, was, but also could be the only thing that made it watchable. Yeah. Um, But that kind of, I don't know, that is a fascinating thing to me, that a trailer... <laughs> which is supposed to be the the selling pamphlet for a movie became what ultimately informed the final product of that movie. Right. Like it's the reverse. That is definitely a, you know, chicken or egg situation where, you know, the farmer came first. It's like if it's like if uh, a manufacturer accidentally released 
uh, a microwave with the brochure of the microwave saying it was Wi-Fi enabled. And then everyone getting so excited that the microwave was Wi-Fi enabled that they pre-ordered it and the microwave wasn't. So the manufacturer then then had to go back and try and make it Wi-Fi enabled. Exactly. And that's what it that's what it felt like. So uh, and and we don't I mean, there's not really much more to talk about than that other than I find that a very fucking interesting fact well, that a studio would do something like that. I Well, that's the thing is nowadays that's what the, the power of trailers has that. You know, I've mentioned it before, but we've got trailers for trailers. There was there's a whole subculture around movie trailers right now is, you know, they'll drop online or the teaser will drop online and then the will drop during, you know, it'll Gotham. be like Thursday, watch yeah. the trailer for yeah. this. Thursday like Thursday night football, we're dropping the trailer for blah blah blah, whatever. Or like be sure to watch the season finale of Gotham to see the first trailer for Suicide It's Squad. an ad for an ad. Yeah. And it really is and like that's the culture that we're living in. But I say nowadays, but it was even around when we were growing up. I mean, how often on Saturdays did you wake up, turn on E, and watch coming attractions? Oh, every Saturday. Exactly. We've talked about this before. But I would say that even back then, trailers had a better sense of we're not going to blow our load too early. Um, Because that's what's, in my opinion, happening nowadays. Now, let me ask you a question because I want to get a little bit deeper on this and kind of boring if you don't mind. Sure. Um, so nowadays we have a culture because I think there's a different approach to a trailer when it's a known property versus when it's an original story. Mm-hmm. So Bad Times of the El Royale has more to gain from being mysterious because none of those are things I'm anticipating a, a realization to. But something like Lord of the Rings or Star Wars or Suicide Squad, when I know what the characters are, when I know what that story is supposed to be, like I know the plot points of Fellowship of the Ring before I watch the trailer. What responsibility do those sorts of trailers have? And because we're in a culture where most things are um, reboots or uh, are uh, you know adaptations of other properties – or sequels, or in-universe movies, what responsibility do trailers have in our world now, as opposed to when 80% were original properties? Mm. You see what I'm saying? Yes, I do. Because I would say that, you know, the, the purpose of the responsibility of a Lord of the Rings trailer, which those were awesome. If you don't, if people don't remember the Lord of the Rings trailers, go back and watch the first couple. You can find them on YouTube. They're great because it takes an established property and it shows you the elements, shows you enough elements to say, we've done this property well, but we're not going to ruin like what happens in the movie. Even though you kind of know the story beats because you've read the book. Hopefully you've read the book. Yeah, that's good. I don't know. I don't know what responsibility they have. I think you should be able to treat it just like you do any other property, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I think you should be able to not give too much away because that is with the understanding that you read the book or right. you um, have seen the previous property. But, like, perfect example, the Pet Cemetery trailer. Can mm-hmm. we use that one as an example? I think that's a great example. Because the new Pet Cemetery is a remake of the pets, the 80s Pet mm-hmm. Cemetery movie. Now, here's the deal. Lots of people that I have talked to have never, including Haley, has never seen the original Pet Cemetery. That is a shame. Mary Lambert's movie is awesome. So not only that, but Haley also has never read the book. So she right. has zero exposure 
to that movie. And I would wager that probably a good 60 to 70 percent of today's audience that is in that age demographic Mm -hmm. probably doesn't because you and I grew up when that movie was still by the time you and I were, you know, in our our younger ages. Right. That movie was available and yeah, on say, television. Yeah, like middle school, high school. That movie was around. Like I yeah. knew what that was. I knew, like I knew the whole. Oh no, 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 that is better. Exactly. So that was in our pol- in our pop culture zeitgeist at the time. You know what I mean? That was that was around, um, but it's not. So I would not like the trailer to be too revealing. No. Yeah. Assuming so, that people already know, oh, well, they already know what to expect, so let's show them all the things they want to see. Well, this is that's this is a great opportunity for me to ask this. Has Haley watched the new Pet Cemetery trailer? Yes. What does she think? Is she excited about she the is movie or is she confused? Very excited about the movie. Good the good trailer. Yeah. Because I don't think that trailer gives anything away about the big moments that are going to happen doesn't, in that movie. It doesn't. But in the trailer, it still has enough for people who are familiar with the story. Like I know I saw Zelda. Yeah. Yeah, but people who are watching the trailer, they have no idea what that is. It's just a scary visage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, I I recognize the cat situation. I recognize, but there are also things that I'm not familiar with, like the children marching through the woods wearing masks and stuff. Right. I don't know what any of that shit is. I yeah. didn't read the book. I just saw the first movie, and that wasn't in it. Yeah. Well, I can tell you, that's not in the book either. So that's so, going to be something new for me as well. So that's just for that's just for the movie then, I yeah. guess. Um, so there were certain things that it still could tip the hat to, but it wasn't spoiling the story at all. Right. Oh, okay. You just said something that cues up the next question I want to ask, but okay. uh, let me preface what I'm going to ask and then we can finish up the, you know, established property responsibility section. But you said, does not spoil too much? That to me is the cardinal sin of a trailer. If sure. I watch the trailer and then don't feel a need to see the movie, that is the cardinal sin. I think for me, the worst one that ever did that was Castaway. Oh, yeah. Because Castaway not only shows Well, now we're getting a, it now we're in, getting into our list properties, I know, I know, brother. And we'll we'll come back to the we'll come back to it after the discussion. Okay. But like Castaway for me, if you go back and watch the trailer, which I did uh yesterday in prep for this, it shows that he's a FedEx pilot. It shows the plane crash. It shows him learning to survive. It shows him thin and surviving. It shows him make a boat. It shows him come home. It shows him talking with people and saying, you've been gone for four years. And it shows him meeting Helen Hunt again at the end of the movie. All in like two and a half minutes. That's like, insane. It literally goes through every major plot point, and it leaves no mystery of does he get off the island, which is about a two-hour and 45-minute journey with Tom Hanks. For sure. Now, now let's be said. Castaway, really great movie. Awesome. Awesome movie. But, yes, what a horrible I – don't, I don't think I realized that. What a horrible trailer for that movie. Yeah. The, like, the, the simple fact that it shows that he gets off the island and gets back and meets Helen Hunt again is insane, in my opinion. It is insane that it shows that much of the movie. Oh, that's – that is – that is shocking like, to me. That's the thing. There are some movie trailers that spoil twists – 
in movies. So can we can we say this too? A lot of times in in many 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 situations, unless it is a very high profile movie, trailers are cut together by by trailer houses. Yeah, different different studios. That literally they'll just farm it out and they'll say, Here's here's this footage that we approve to be in the in the trailer, cut it together. Here's the idea, the vibe we're going for. You know what I mean? But it's very much just like a assembly line kind mm-hmm. of product, you know what I mean? Yeah. Very rarely is the director the person who gives a shit about the trailer, other than you can't use this footage, you can use this footage. Right. Um so the fact it kind of blows my mind to bring it back to the castaway thing again. It blo- did they give them the entire movie? <laughs> I mean, you know it, what I mean? Like, did they give them like the movie and they're like, you can use whatever you want from this? It really feels like it because it, the simple fact that there are scenes of him back home after he gets off the island, which is the last 10 minutes of the movie, doesn't make any sense. No. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. I, I just... It'd be like if Lord of the Rings in the trailer showed Smeagol biting off Frodo's finger. It'd be like this, <laughs> like this is this is how this ends. This is what or we're working if towards. Lord of the Rings trailer just showed them walking for three and a half hours. Right. That's the whole movie. It's a whole trailer. Yeah, it's the entire. It's just a three and a half hour trailer. Yeah. So that's what a movie studio should do: is release a trailer. But it's just the whole movie. It is just the movie. They're like, on Thursday, we're dropping the trailer. But you have to go to a movie theater to see the trailer and also pay the regular movie price. Let's be honest. Movies are just trailers for TV series. At this point. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, or sequels. (laughs) For sure. They're like, look at this quadrilogy. Here's the first trailer for it. Or, uh, as, you know, some studios are doing. Every movie is just a trailer for the dark universe. That's for not sure. gonna happen. For sure. Oh god. Hey, no, it is happening. You heard about this, right? Yeah, yeah I heard they're rebooting the reboot of with, the reboot. Yeah, with Bloomhouse, which is smarter. Oh my still. god, I am so on board with this. Lee Wanell to direct the Invisible Man. I'm I'm fine with everything about it on paper until they said. With the hopes of relaunching the dark universe, but not. Franchise. But you understand that it's not that dark universe. This I, is like a reimagined, retooled, not interconnected dark universe. This is just a new place for the universal monsters to live. We'll see. We'll see. I think that's I, what it is, and I'm on I, board with it. I, if it's what you described, I'm on board with it. If it's not what you described, I'm trepidatious. Because let's say I, I'm going to be honest. Upgrade was pretty damn good. Upgrade that was, was a fun. Awesome, well done action movie. Mm-hmm. You know and what honestly, I mean? Bloomhouse, Blumhouse has been killing it lately. I mean, I mean sure, they, they, they relaunched the Halloween franchise, and it was good. And it was good. And it was good. Uh, I mean, obviously, they've got their own sort of mini universes, like the Paranormal Activity. Sure. Universe. And if people want to hear us, we t- we have a whole episode on Blumhouse. Yeah, we do. So. So people can go back and check that out if you want to hear us discuss Blumhouse ad nauseum. Yeah, please check the back catalog. You can just search our website for Blumhouse and it'll show up. Um, um, but yes, yeah, so I totally agree. I feel like that is absolutely the cardinal sin of a movie trailer. Now, I have um, I have one that I remember. Um, have you ever seen the movie Wild Things? Oh, with um, Nev Campbell? Yes. Of course. I was a prepubescent boy, so I definitely, during the 90s. And Denise Richards? Yes. 
and uh, uh, Matt um, Matt Dillon, Matt Dillon, that's and it. Kevin Bacon, and Kevin Bacon, and Bill Murray in that too. Yeah, Bill Murray's in that too. He's Is like he? a lawyer. I think. Oh, so. that's that's right. Yeah, yeah, I believe so. He's like a scummy lawyer. So, um, of course, I was prepubescent in the '90s. I've seen that movie. But the crazy part is the trailer for that. So that movie is definitively a mystery movie. Like the whole crux of that movie is that you don't know what's happening in the third act. Right. The trailer almost tells the entire reveal of the third act of that movie. That's true. It shows the courtroom scene. Where Nev Campbell's character admits the rape accusations were a hoax. Like, it shows all of these things. It it cuts and shows uh, Matt Dillon and Nev Campbell and Denise Richards preparing to have, like, a menage a trois. That's really what the trailer was, was just, hey, there's going to be a three-way between these three hot Hollywood but people. that legitimately is the reveal in the yeah. third act. You know what yeah. I mean? That is the reveal of like, oh shit, these people were connected the whole time. Like, yeah. Oh my god, I, I had no about, idea. I forgot about that trailer doing that. Oh man, you're so right. That'd be like if Cruel Intentions was also at the end. It's like, yeah, yeah, no, no, everybody's bad. Like the exactly. Don't you don't. Have Did to you see say? Cruel wait, no, no, no. Everybody's bats. Bad. Oh, I was like, yeah. it turns out everybody's been bats the whole time, just That's- in a human costume. That's Dracula untold. That is, well, turns That's out he the, was just a bunch of CG bats. <laughs> the whole time. Luke Evans is just bats. Um, but yeah, there's a bunch about this. Well, can we can we do it? Like, I'm ready to list if you're ready to list. I've got a, I've got a handful of others that I can pull out that, yeah, we can definitely create a list. Um, you know, I, I feel pretty strong about some of them. So I think we should list. Coming soon, the list. This is where we make a list. The list. Three, two. List. So it's time to list. In a world where lists are made on podcasts. In a world where we resurrect the joke from the beginning of the show. In a world where we're rebooting the reboot of the reboot. In a world, this hurts my voice. <laughs> it's a, it's a, I've got a cough and it's making it worse. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like drinking water as I'm doing that. Like, God, that's actually kind of painful. Every time I do it, uh, every time you're doing the in the world gag, I'm taking drinks of water so I can do my <laughs> gag right after yours. In a world where a movie exists called In a World about actually, the guy who does the trailer voice. Have you have you seen that movie? Yes. It's real good. It's great, with, but that's what Wayne I was Bell. saying. Like, yeah. That's a like inception like with a it. story within a story within a story. Now, I know this isn't about that movie, but hey, I'm going to throw out a, a high five recommends. Everybody should go watch In a World with Lake Bell. It's totally. Real totally. It's real good. It is super duper good. Okay. So. so let's talk trailers. So that's what we wanted to make our list, right? Yeah. Most Top five spoilery. most spoilery trailers. Which, again, going back to our conversation, that's the cardinal sin, in my opinion, of a, of a trailer. And so that's why we're focusing on that. Is we could talk about the best trailers, but that'd be tough. There's a billion trailers a year, and they're all good in different contexts. But we can definitely say ones that have broken this cardinal sin. And I think you mentioned a good one with Wild Things. That one I had forgotten about, but revealing the twist of a mystery is unacceptable. It'd be like if the end of uh, the trailer for um, Murder uh, on the Orient Express told you who did it. Right. You're like, well, then 
what's the point of this story? Yeah. Like, it, it'd be like if the trailer for Clue had six endings. Right. 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 Actually, That's an old reference. Ask your grandparents. I'm. I'm not gonna lie. I might actually really enjoy that. That sounds kind of fun. I, see, when 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 movie trailers get meta, I enjoy it. Like, have you gone back and uh, I w- doing research for this episode? I actually went back and watched a lot of old trailers because old trailers, in my opinion, do it right. There's no old trailer that ruins everything. Like the the old trailer for Primal Fear, awesome. The old trailer for like Hitchcock movies when when Alfred Hitchcock made Psycho. The trailer for him is him standing in front of the set talking about how scary the movie is. It doesn't even show stuff from the movie. That's crazy. Like, old trailers did it well. So a lot of the ones that I have are from the 90s and beyond. Like, you know, I mentioned Free Willy. We've talked about Castaway. Another one that I think just breaks this cardinal rule is Terminator Salvation. Yes. Because it reveals that it's a fucking android or a, a machine. In the trailer, and that's like the biggest reveal of the whole thing. That is the reveal of the movie. Although I will say, to be fair, originally that is not how that movie ended. So that movie, that wasn't the big reveal. Do you do you want to know what the big reveal was? Just out of curiosity. I mean, I'm yeah, out of curiosity, sure. All right. So Terminator Salvation, the McG movie. Ugh. Um the the reveal wasn't that what's that good dude's name? Um Colin Farrell? No. The actor, the main guy. Oh, like um Jai- Sam Sam oh, Worthington. Sam Worthington. Not Jai Courtney. He's Not in Jai the Courtney. other one. That's right. In- um no, Sam Worthington is a robot. That was a big reveal. But the real end twist was that John Connor dies and is actually replaced by Sam Worthington's character with John Connor's skin. Oh. And he okay. continues running the resistance as John Connor. I would have been okay with that. And that, I remember when I read that that was the original ending to the movie, I was so mad because I'm like, why yeah. didn't I get that? That's the, mo- that's the movie I wanted. I didn't want Mick G to look at that script and say, nah, that's too complicated. I'm going to rip out the last eight pages. Can we just CGI a shitty Arnold Schwarzenegger into this yeah. 800 times? Right. It's just, no. Okay, so, yes. that makes me mad that that was the original ending because yeah. that's a twist I can get on board with. 100%. So, to be fair, that trailer would not have spoiled that twist. And I'm pretty sure that it, that ending was actually filmed. Oh, so really? that was one that they just excised the ending and changed it. That's a bummer because then the trailer wouldn't have been on this list, in my opinion. Exactly. There would have been a better twist after Coming. the twist that they teased. Right. And I think that that might have even set you up in a very interesting way because you're like, wow, that spoiled the whole movie. And then you go in and you see it and you're like, holy shit, that did not spoil the whole movie. didn't spoil anything of that movie. Right. Um, but no, I think that's I think that's definitely one to be on the list. I like that very much. Um, let's see, what have, what have I got? Because those are some good ones. You mentioned Free Willy earlier. I, I did. I still uh, that to me is just unforgivable. It's the tentpole moment of the movie, the tentpole image. I just I, I just can't get over it. I just it makes me so mad. The other um, one. Oh, can I ahead. can I tell you another yeah. one that uh-huh. I that I thought of? Do you remember that old, um, it was the guy who played James Bond, Daniel Craig movie, uh, Dreamhouse? Oh, yes. I think that was a Blumhouse movie, wasn't it? Yeah, or, it was. Okay. Absolutely. That movie, 
do you mind if I spoil? Have you seen the movie? Do you know the spoil? Yeah, at the end? yeah, I've okay. seen it. Yeah, that move, the trailer of that uh, gives away the spoil that he's both and that he's crazy. Sure, like it gives away that he's both. I think like Tom Motten or whatever the 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 legend of of his family is. It totally gives away that he's the guy that killed his family, and it's and he was in an insane asylum, and now he's coming back. Oh yes, I remember that because the trailer has him sitting in the administrator's office of the psychiatric ward saying, this guy's following me. He's like, you've been here for five years. You were just released. Exactly. And it's like, what are we, what are we doing? This, that'd be like if Shutter Island revealed the twist at the end with Leonardo DiCaprio in the trailer. Actually, it did. It did? Yes. No. Yes. What? That's yep. not okay. Uh, it shows scenes that Leonardo DiCaprio seems to be going crazy where his eyes are like bloodshot and he's like seeing things that aren't there is in the trailer for uh, Shutter Island, alluding to the fact that what he is seeing may not actually be reality. Uh, see, I don't remember Shutter Island doing it as a egregiously as Dreamhouse, but that's unacceptable. Uh, Especially the, to the level that at least Dreamhouse did it, where it shows the scene of the psychiatric doctor oh, saying, definitely. you were here for five years, this is all a figment of your imagination. No, it definitely, it definitely wasn't that egregious, but it was still pretty like, why even put that question in people's heads? Yeah. Why even almost lead them down the road that you want to blow them away at the end by? Right. Like, just make them think that this is just a period crime thriller set on board an, an island for the in, criminally insane. Boom. Yeah. Problem solved. That's all they need to Detectives know. Detectives stuck on island, insane people. A that's storm. Enough. Power that's, outage. That's enough. That's, that's enough. That's enough to get people excited. That's enough to get yeah. me excited. Yeah, exactly. And then with a cast that it had. Yes. Like, that's Definitely enough to get me excited. Oh, of course. I mean, you got the guy from Exorcist in there. You've got Ruffalo in there. You've got, you got Ben Lin Kingsley. You've got Ben Kingsley, DiCaprio. That's enough. For sure. So here's another one. Uh, and I don't know if you remember this. I actually did not see the trailer before going to see the movie. Okay. Uh -oh. I've almost gotten to the point nowadays where that's sort of the path. I On this take. one. But I have, in doing my research for this episode, have heard that this was a really bad one. The Cabin in the Woods trailer. Now, I'm, oh. from what I understand, the Cabin in the Woods trailer revealed behind-the-scenes tinkering of, like, the situation that the guys are in. Oh, really? So, Man. kind of giving away that twist that people are pulling the strings behind the scenes. That one's an interesting one because I don't know where I fall. If I'm being honest, I don't know where I fall on that one because... If I'm trying to market Cabin in the Woods, the smart play, the fun play, now knowing what the movie is, would be to market it just like another slasher movie. Exactly. But there had been so many of them at the time that I totally see the value in saying, this isn't just another slasher movie. We're doing meta something. I see the value in that. Okay. I'm torn on that one because cause that does feel like it ruins a huge twist. But it also, it also just, 
might have been necessary for the level of meta they were going for. Now, can I tell you another one that, that kind of ruined, not ruined the movie, but did something that I wished it hadn't? Yes, Can I totally. say that? The Strangers, when the Liv Tyler movie Ooh, came out. Oh, yes. The, uh-huh. the fact that it showed the scene of the wide-angle shot of the living room with the dude in the background, that's one of the single most scariest moments that happens in a movie, in a horror movie at least. And for that, for me to be expecting that, when that scene and that shot came up in the movie, I was a little bummed by. Because had I not been expecting that reveal, had I not been expecting that shot to happen, it would have terrified me to my core. It's still scary knowing it's going to happen, but I think they they stole something from me by including that in the trailer. Can I include one that is maybe a little less known? Yeah, please. Uh, in Judd Apatow's Funny People. Oh, okay. About Adam Sandler being diagnosed with cancer. Yeah. And dying. In the trailer, they show that his treatment works and he doesn't die. Yeah. Well, all, they they kind of did that in 50-50, too, with um, Seth Rogen and uh, what's-his-face. Uh, so what's the point of seeing that movie dealing with the struggle if you know the outcome? I don't He's know. He's going to be mean, fine. With 50-50, it's a, a little bit more forgivable because it was a real person. I could have just gone on Wikipedia and found out he didn't die. But, like, with funny people, it's not. Like, for sure. Keep that reveal hidden. For sure. So, we've thrown out a bunch of movies. I say we form them into our list. Yeah, I'm fine. There there are a couple for me that I think have to be on there. Castaway like, sounds like it has to be. Maybe even number one. That, it's the entire plot of the movie. It's my number one. Easy. Okay. Hands down, it's my number one. I can get on board with that. I can okay. get on board with the number one castaway. Um, I would honestly, I do think despite the original ending it should have had, I definitely think Terminator Salvation needs to be on there. That is such a huge thing to ruin and unnecessarily so. I agree. I think that that one has to be there. Um, I would say that that one or Wild Things is two and three. Wild Things is pretty bad. I would say Terminator Salvation would be two. Wild Things would be three. Okay, I'm I'm okay with that. Um, I am definitely okay with that. Uh, let me see. I'm I'm making a list on my notes as we go. Okay. Um, I would also say like. I mean, I mentioned Free Willy. Whether or not you agree with me on that one, I, I well, still... I didn't. I just didn't know it. But yeah, yeah, I would agree. If it shows, if it shows the whale being freed at the end. That to me now, whether that's five or four, wherever we're gonna lay lay it in, I just think it should be. I on think there. it depends on what it's up against. Yeah. So what else? Like we, we've talked about, we've talked about Dreamhouse, we've talked about um, Shutter Island, we talked about. Um, God, oh, should we put Dreamhouse? That's bad. I, I mean, that to me is a big one. Once like, again, I, that is like the entire crux of the movie of the twist. It'd be like if. I mean, again, it's not, but it would be like if um, if Sixth Sense revealed the like in the trailer, like revealed right. the twist, or if um, uh, I guess any of the Shyamalan movies, like The Village or something. Yeah, it turns out he twist. was crazy the whole time. Yeah. That, All right, that I say me. that one and Free Willy, and I think Dream House at number four, Free Willy at number five. I'm fine with that. Here, let me read you back what we have and let's see how it sits with you. Okay. Uh, number one, Castaway. Yep. Number two, Terminator Salvation. Yep. Number three, Wild Things. 
Number four, Dreamhouse. Number five, Free Willy. Yeah. Yeah. I am I so on board with that. And now I'm pumped to watch Super Bowl trailers. Oh, man, me too. We got to go see how revealing they are because nowadays that seems to be their bread and butter. So maybe don't watch trailers. Yeah. I've, I've literally been wrestling with the idea, Q, of having 2019 be the year that I don't watch any trailers and just go into movies blind because, because I did that with Hereditary. Yeah. And oh, my God, I loved every second of it. I did that. I did that with another movie last year, and I was really impressed by it. Um, so maybe that's the maybe that's the the takeaway, the lesson of this episode. All right, everybody, don't watch trailers for 2019, but we're gonna go watch them. So yeah, we'll tell you if they're good, but you don't watch them. But you don't watch it. Yeah. All right. All right goodbye. Bye. We have reached the end of another High Five, the podcast episode. It's time to lock up the writer's room and rest comfortably, knowing we knocked out another great list of things you should be watching. If the guys didn't mention your favorites this week in their lists, you can harass them by emailing them at myfive at highfivethepodcast.com. That's M-Y-F-I-V-E at H-I-G-H-F-I-V-E T-H-E-P-O-D-C-A-S-T dot com. <sighs> Got that? Or connecting with them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash high five the podcast. On Twitter at high the number five the podcast. Instagram at high five the podcast. Or on Letterboxd by searching high five colon the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever else you listen to podcasts and drop the show a five-star rating to show us some love. What's the worst that could happen? No antidote for the poison you just drank? Maybe. See you next week. And that's a wrap, everybody. Cut, Casper. That's a wrap. Cut, printed. What happens in the next reel? Cut. Okay, that's a print. Okay, cut. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, people. Now let's get the hell out of here.